You are listening to the We Can Make a Difference podcast. Hello, and welcome to the We Can Make a Difference podcast. Some of the biggest issues facing Gen Zers today are mental health and well being, racial equity, access to equal opportunities, social justice, and the environment. Come join me as I explore how we can tackle these issues by talking to experts in the fields who have made a difference. Let's learn from them so we can make a difference too. I'm your host, Anish Prasad, and with me today is the founder of Shumi, Meeta Sharma Gupta. Meeta, thank you for joining me today. How are you? Uh, I'm good, Anish. Thanks for having me on this podcast. Yeah, of course. So to start, um, can you tell me a little bit more about Shumi? Uh, yeah, Shumi is a brand for uh, early years development uh, here based out of India. So we make safe and sustainable toys for the kids in the early years, zero to six years is our focus. And all our toys are made using sustainable materials. Uh, the idea behind Shumi is to bring back the joy of playing for our little ones because play is the superpower for uh, the child when the child is growing up and even actually for all of us. Uh, so to make play fun um, and also make it more meaningful and engaging for the child. Uh, yeah, thank you. Now, obviously, before you came to India, you had a great life here in the United States. You had a uh, PhD in computer science from Harvard, um, and you also had a great job at uh, IBM. So what inspired you to leave all that and go on a completely different path by starting Shumi? Uh, so I think it started as a personal journey as a mom uh, for me. Uh, so I had entrepreneurship, uh, to be honest, was not on my charts and it was not something I was thinking about. Uh, but after becoming a mom and seeing the importance of play and what toys uh, also play a big important part in the child's development in the early years, I started exploring this much more with my older one when we were in the US. Um, and then uh, after moving to India at that time, I, I mean, I have two boys and my younger one was just nine months old when we moved to India, I was a little bit surprised to see that in India, uh, it was very difficult to find meaningful and engaging toys, which were of good quality and also safe and sustainable for the child. I mean, there are toys all world over and even in India. So, but most of the toys available in India were either uh, made with uh, unsafe materials or made from China and uh, uh Actually, not uh, with having a lot of things in the toys which are not very meaningful for the child at that age. Um, and uh, being exposed to different philosophies in the US, I could see that how open ended free play plays a very important role in the child's uh, uh, development and learning life skills as they grow. Uh, so that's where why, how I started exploring this. And I found it pretty interesting because uh, realizing that how small choices can make a difference in a kid's life. Um, and uh, that is when I decided to build a brand out of India. Yeah. And you also touched upon sustainability um, there. And yeah. obviously, one thing that's unique about your toys is that they are all just um, made, made uh, eco-friendly. And so I was wondering, yeah. why do you think that's important and how are you able to ensure that all your toys are eco-friendly? Uh, so see, uh, I mean, most of the toys are uh, like in worldwide are made out of plastics, but what we don't realize is how much plastic uh, uh, we are adding to the system back in, which is not obviously good. Uh, so, and also having said that the sustainable and eco-friendly or natural choices is good for the child in many ways it's safe for the child because uh, you're using safe materials um, when you use plastic there's a lot of toxic materials there in the child in the toys and in the early years the child takes everything in the mouth right so you don't want toxic things to be going in the mouth so uh, we ensure that whatever paints also that we use for our products uh, or for our toys are 
lead-free and non-toxic and all-natural water-based because each of these toys till a certain age a child is going to take it in the mouth and things are going to chip off and then you don't want unsafe things around the child um and secondly also natural materials for the child is also good to f- because when you give a child a natural material there's a texture there's a feel there's a lot of sensory development that is having that the child is um developing when they he's he or she is playing with the toys so in all in all not only for the environment but also for the child it's using eco friendly and safe and sustainable materials makes much more sense yeah thank you for that um and the other thing so i wanted to ask was are you seeing a greater trend towards making eco friendly toys in the toy industry now yeah i think there is a big push towards making uh, eco friendly and safe toys like a company like lego is also exploring more biodegradable materials uh, um, uh, so when a big when a big toy brand like that is also exploring this that does give a signal that there is a big shift towards it people are becoming more and more conscious of the choices that they are making at every stage of their life including the uh, the choices for their ch- children so i think it's and it is important for us all to realize that uh, all of our small uh, choices that we make will make a big impact uh, so i think yeah there is a shift it's a slow shift but it is happening even in india which is a very price sensitive market um, going for more uh, mass made plastic toys is a much easier option but people are going back because traditionally in india toys were more sustainable uh, we will, uh, so but now people are going back to those choices um, and not only in the um masses but also like uh in tier 1 tier 2 cities there, there is a big move towards moving towards sustainability so yes um, and and in the last 8 years of my journey i have seen people are now asking okay how safe is this toy is it good for my child so the whole uh, shift in the mindset is happening so as these toy companies are looking to become sustainable how will shumi continue to differentiate themselves from the other companies uh so sustainability is one of our usps but the other usp for us is play uh what uh, and how to make a uh, learning fun through play uh because like i said earlier play is a superpower for a child and uh, it, it is a basic uh, tool that a child has to learn a lot of life skills and how can you make that fun because nobody likes to be told that okay you just sit and learn abc or numbers or anything but if you can make it in a fun way a child will also learn it um it will learn and have a greater interest in it so that's what our whole focus is that while we make sustainable toys but we also make learning fun for the child through giving uh, back bringing back play in a much more uh, engaging manner and uh, also i think like uh, uh, there are screens all around us right in the early uh, the early years of 0 to 4 physical play is a very important part so that's why we are also trying to make it much more engaging so that the child is doing more of physical play in those years than rather than being on screens so that's how we try to differentiate ourselves mm-hmm. and speaking of play one of the taglines that you guys have is play is 90% child and 10% toys so could you yeah. just elaborate on this and tell us a bit more on what this means yeah so this uh, this means that, i mean we follow this very strictly that we don't want the toy to lead the child but we want the child to lead the whole experience of play uh, for example if you give a child with a, a toy which has a lot of buttons and there's only certain things that the child that the toy will do so you know that 
it's a very deterministic play for the child and it's it's led by the toy because if you press this then the a certain sound will come a certain light will glow or things will happen but when you give a child something like as simple as blocks it's up to the child what experience the child wants to have how does the child want to put the blocks what structure is the child making what is the whole uh, uh, the scenario that the child is imagining so there's a lot of imagination discovery exploration exploration happening for the child and that is all child led uh, and when when an experience is led by someone it has a greater impact there's a lot of learning there's a lot of problem solving there's a lot of discovery and creation that is happening and that is a philosophy that we follow very strictly because we want every toy to be more uh, explorative for the child where the child can not only do what the toy is supposed to do but create a whole world of his or her own and that is what we do so how are your toys so who for like who is making your toys who are your who are the type of people you employ to design them and um to create these toys and put it onto the market yeah. So I would say that we are a very strong prod design led uh, company. So we have a in-house design team. Uh, so we have uh, toy designers from different key premier institutes in India uh, who have had uh, good experience. And uh, some have also been freshers who joined us and learned how to um, uh, like uh, create uh, toys uh, so we design in-house but we do not manufacture in-house so we work with contract manufacturers so we have a good uh, pipeline of manufacturers who work very closely with us uh, maintaining the quality the standards uh, the safety this uh, eco-friendliness that we want to maintain uh, so we work uh, we do a lot of QC with them uh, we do a lot of prototyping iterative cycles so they're slowly some of these partners have become very strong partners and as we are growing we are also exploring new and new partners to partner with for manufacturing but also uh, we have another thing about our brand is that we are completely made in India we have um, as this journey of the brand evolved we also try to evolve certain manufacturing partners with us in India who can develop the capabilities to make toys which are very um, uh, uh, which are made in India, but have a very strong quality sense. And they are not, uh, I mean, if you look at our toys, it would look as if they are toys from US or Germany, which are known for their wooden toys or safe and sustainable toys. So that is something that we have strongly uh, tried to develop. Yeah. So for you, is it a is it a important that your toys sort of don't have any buttons or they don't have any technological aspect to it? Is that important yeah. to you? Yeah, it is. It is very important because like I said, that in the, we are focused in the early years. And for us, we believe that physical play is very important for the child in the early years. And then um, uh, we try to stay away from anything uh, tech in our toys. Uh, we want the child to explore and have fun in the most natural uh, way. Uh, and I think uh, and we are also pretty happy to see when we hear from our customers that, oh, this child kept my child, the toy kept my child away from screens for a certain amount of time. And I'm so happy to see my child engaged. So that also brings back and validates our thing that when you make play fun for the child, then the child necessarily doesn't need any screens around. Yeah, and of course, it's really important because we know the damage that screens can cause, cause to children as well. So that's, of course, that's really important. Now, another thing is entrepreneurship. Um, as you're used, you yourself as an entrepreneur would know, it's very, very challenging, very difficult, a lot of work. Um, so yeah. what were some challenges that you faced in your entrepreneurial journey and how did you persist in the face of those challenges? 
so I think, yeah, it is. And especially when you are going into something totally unknown, because uh, there are, I mean, uh, I think entrepreneurship is very dynamic in nature. Every day is a different day. Um, it's, uh, you might think, uh, getting a bit, um, but you have many problems to solve at uh, the same time and some days and some days may be so good uh, that you feel very happy about it but I think it's a roller coaster ride and uh, uh, having started like I said earlier that I was not uh, this happened by chance I was not planning to be an entrepreneur this was something which I was passionate about and I decided to take the plunge so for me there was a, a lot of learning involved learning how to uh, market the product how to put together a strong team how to uh, get good set of vendors and how to make a business uh, sustainable because while uh, you also need all your business metrics to align for the business to keep growing in a sustainable manner so there are a lot of things and also as we went ahead how do we raise funds how do we make it um, grow at a certain pace um, so there are there were new things that i was learning every day and i think it has been an exciting journey many challenges also came up like for example i mentioned that we wanted to be a made in india brand so now developing a, prod, a toy out of India using very high quality standards with eco-friendly materials was not an easy task uh, because it was not commonly done in India. There were not big manufacturing units who could do it at, uh, at a good cost because China is known to be a toy manufacturing hub so they, it, it has cost advantages. There are It makes more sense to make it in China, bring it in to India at that point when I started but things are changing for in the, on that front also here now um, in many years now the Indian government has taken initiatives to make in uh, toy manufacturing a big part uh, like a big industry in India so there's a lot of uh, regulations being put there are a lot of incentives being given so it's easier now but when I started it was a much more difficult one because again uh, another challenge Anish was to how to price your product so that the customer is ready to buy, right? So you cannot price it too high. You cannot price it too low. You cannot um, lose your profits. You have to make some money out of it for you to grow the business. So for me, everything was quite interesting. And um, to learn all of this, um, it might be obvious to many people who have either trained themselves in this or um, done it. But for me, everything was like starting from ground zero, learning the basics of marketing learning the basics of uh, pricing of everything so uh, yeah so th those were some of the challenges but I think it has been a fun journey things have come together mm -hmm. and you talk about um, costs being a little bit more expensive in India um, also yeah. just moving towards sustainability has that also increased input costs for your products yes it has because the choice of I, I mean uh, the choice of material is sustainable materials like wood or organic cotton or uh, good quality paper or inks and all that. So all these all these uh, inputs into the toys itself is an expensive one compared to when you're making plastic where it can be mass produced or you or there are the different materials that you can use. So does that does make the toys a little bit more the manufacturing cost itself goes up and also like when you when you're making wooden toys it cannot be die cast cut or molded like you can do it in plastic or metal and things like that so it, uh, there's a lot of um, uh, uh, like uh, manual scale also required so the volumes also don't give very high cost advantage that would in compared to like uh, plastic or any other material so there is a higher cost that we have and that makes it a little bit more premium and uh, especially again when we use better quality wood and we want to use uh, instead 
instead of using plies or instead of using some other wood. So, uh, and that's a conscious choice that we make. Um, and uh, But again, having said that, uh, we have realized that when you are able to tell the customer why you are doing so and why this is um, a little more premium, uh, they are ready to buy because now parents always want the best for their child. They want the best things for the child. Even if it comes at little premiumness, we are seeing a shift in that in India that people are ready to pay. The, the, and uh, it's still not that fast a shift, but yes, it is happening. So given these higher input costs, would you say there's a trade-off between profits and the impact you're making outside of profits, like the environmental impact? And is that trade-off worth it? Yeah, so so I think now if you talk about like complete business uh, sense, people would say that, yeah, I mean, you should improve your margins and then get higher profits. But if that comes at the cost of making the choices which are not aligned with your business values, then you do make a uh, choice over there and i think we have made the hard choice we have decided that even if it is going to come at a little bit of a higher cost we will still stick on our path and still do the things that we think that we stand for and i think that has also been something differentiating for us where our customers have also started associating quality associating sustainability with us and um, and that would also be an i mean something which will only grow for us um, and i think uh, as we we are also learning how to make things maybe without compromising on quality. How can we change things in design? For example, there might be certain choices that we are make we want in a design, but a small change in the design can lead to a high reduction in cost because the whole manufacturing process or eliminates one process. So those things are what we are trying to explore without affecting any other part of our offering. Yeah. So do you think that given your impact, um, the environmental impact that you guys have, do you think that would incentivize more people to support your company? Is that something you see? Yeah. So I think it is, there is, um, like, like I said, there's a shift happening towards people making sustainable choices, people realizing the, uh, the value of uh, different uh, things. Um, I mean, being more, becoming more conscious. So there is a shift from the customer point of view. And again, uh, as the customer behavior shifts, then obviously there's a more acceptance um, for the products that we are bringing in. Uh, so yes, I think uh, it is helping us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, but outside of sustainability, what major problems do you see in the toy industry right now? Uh, so I think one in so toy industry, especially if I talk about India as a market, uh, in, in India, it is a very fragmented uh, industry. There has never been a brand that has existed. People are very used to low price point products because it has been mainly um, made in China products and made like plastic products. Or uh, So people are used to low price points. So there are sometimes when customers ask, oh, this is just a rattle. Why are you pricing it double the price? that I would get for a plastic rattle. So those kind of things are a challenge, like where you do, um, you're like when we are comp constantly competing with a manufacturing hub like China, which can produce it at half the cost that you are making at, um, and then you want, uh, and definitely, obviously, the customer wants the best price. Um, so that is one big challenge. Uh, the other challenge is also like, um, Again, to create a brand in India, so where, uh, especially being an unbranded market, people are not very, uh, it's, not, it's not like maybe like in shoes, you still have a brand loyalty, you would want a Nike, you would want an Adidas, but here there's a lot of, um, okay, today I get this toy, tomorrow I might get something else. So this is a very, um, uh, it has a lot of uh, different choices. So you want your customer to stick with you for a long time, right? Once you have your customer 
customer with you. You want the customer to be with you for a longer time because there's a cost of acquisition you do for the customer. So all of this are challenges that how do you keep the customer with you? How do you keep giving them choices which they would want to seek from anywhere else? So growing your portfolio, growing things like this, making it um, more meaningful for the parents because for us parents is the are the decision makers eventually the kids are the end users but the parents decide whether they are going to buy this because we are again focused on the early years so that is there then in uh, India the other thing like being a country where learning and education is very important is also that to convince parents that oh play is doing something for your child right it's maybe it's not educating in the sense that educating like a uh, academic education but there's a lot of life skills being learned so how to create a balance in um, that giving that kind of a perspective is there but overall I think all these things are certain challenges that any toy brand coming out of India faces price points getting good manufacturing partners um, and but also overall worldwide I think also again toy is a but what we also see is that toy is a very fast growing industry so there are things going right for the industry. We just um, just because it's a very crowded space and uh, very uh, led by China as a manufacturing hub. So those are the things that are a little bit challenging. Yeah. Um, just out of my curiosity, what is Shumi's best selling toy? Uh, so Shumi's best selling toy we have a, so actually we have best selling toys in every age category, like for babies, toddlers, and preschoolers. For uh, like uh, toddlers, our best-selling toys is uh, our activity triangle. It is a tri- It's a triangle-based toy which has five sides of activities for the child, uh, and uh, it's a very engaging toy and uh, a very well-made toy. So that is one of our best-selling uh, toys. And um, in the we also sell in the US some of our products in the US. And surprisingly, our spin top, which is which is a fidget toy, uh, is a one of our best selling toy over there. And it's a very simple spin top, but it sells really well in the US um, and because it's very well made. And if you see any of the reviews on Amazon, you will see that it's highly appreciated for the whole quality and the make of the toy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you also talk about how your toys are engaging, how they can teach life skills to the children. So what yeah. kind of life skills are these uh, children learning from playing with their toys and why is this, why is this so important? Uh, so when we say, uh, so, okay, yeah. Uh, so there are different skills which are very important for the child, like social, uh, cognitive, communication skills. So when you're doing a pretend play, when you're doing a role play, so there's a lot of uh, different communication, expression, social skills being done when you're doing collaborative play. So you're learning how to... Um, uh, collaborate with your peer or uh, how to make things work together. So those kind of skills are what we try to build in our toys and each toy will address different kind of skills. Uh, for example, now we have a toy called Ninjaki. It is for six years old and little older kids. Um, it can be played play both collaboratively and in a competitive setting. But when you're playing collaboratively, you learn that how do you together make this thing the structure stand or how do you make it in so so that it's a win-win for both of you um uh for, for the two players that are playing uh, or for example if you take something as simple as a cooking set like which is utensils and cook tops or thick things like that and uh, there are life skills happening over there because uh, for us for an adult we don't realize but the child is learning how to the child is closely observing the adults and kind of repeating that behavior uh trying to 
work with friends making it a fun environment so so there's social skills also happening there's uh, observations happening so these are the small skills that the child is picking up but these skills stay for the with the child uh, uh, for a longer time and like i earlier mentioned we all, all of our toys um uh, like kind of try to develop curiosity imagination and uh, the more curious we are the better learners we are throughout our life yeah of course i agree with that uh, definitely um where do you hope to see Shumi five years from now? Uh, five years from now, I think our hope is that Shumi will, will be a global toy brand. Uh, it will be selling across different markets uh, globally and will be one of the leading brands in India. And uh, uh, we, for us, our aim is that whenever you think of play, uh, Shumi comes to your mind. Okay. Um, and lastly, before we close out, what advice would you have for young people like myself who also want to make an impact, but we just don't know where to start? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, honestly, Anisha, I think just start anywhere you feel like starting uh, because there's no right and wrong. Uh, wherever you will start, you will find a way forward. Um, uh, so I think that is the philosophy, to be honest, that I have followed in my life. I have switch tracks many times um, because at that point I feel that is the right thing to do and uh, things come, things take their own shape things um, but whatever one decides to do I think you have to put, put all, your, all your heart into it and that is when you will get the best uh, way forward um, and, and also I would like to say that there's always learnings in every path that you take and from those learnings everyone grows so uh, so just keep uh, just start out and you will find your way yeah, thank you for that. Um, is there anything else you would like to say before we close out? Uh, no, I think um, nothing more to add here, but it was really fun doing this with you, Anish, and uh, it's a great podcast that you're doing. Um, and uh, uh, all the best. Uh, and uh, again, like I said, just uh, whatever you do, whatever anyone does, one should do with full passion and uh, the way always comes out. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review. See you next episode.